Hi, and welcome to the Honesty Time Show, a safe place for creative entrepreneurs, because let's face it, none of us have our shit together 100% of the time, and sometimes we just need to know that someone has our backs. My name's Vivi, and I'll be your host today. But without further ado, here's this week's episode. So today we have a very special guest with us. Um, This woman has been in my life for about a year now, and I'm so, so grateful for her. And uh, we have together been able to be a part of um, building a bit of a community here in Helsinki. And her name is Susanna. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Say hello. (laughs) Hello, everybody. And this is um, Susanna's first, not first time, but first time on a recording speaking in English Mm, instead of Finnish. So you got this. <laughs> so, Susanna, introduce yourself to the people who may not know you hmm. yet. Yeah. All right. So, my name is Susanna Lönnroth. You can also say Susanna, yeah. which is fine. <laughs> um, well, I'm a I'm a wife and um, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, and I'm an aunt. You know that. Oh, <laughs> the little baby. Yeah, to the sweetest little girl ever. No. Yeah, so yeah, and I'm a wedding photographer. Okay. Here cool. in Helsinki. Yeah. Not that I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> reacting like I have no idea Whoa. about these little facts about you. It's not yeah. like we do the same thing. Mm. No. That's super cool. And I know family is super important to you. So yeah. I like that you first listed yeah. that you're a wife, you're a daughter, and now you're a sister and an aunt. Yeah. That's awesome. So wedding photography. Mm. How did we meet? Well, yeah, it's a very interesting story. Uh, we met on Instagram, but I can't remember who sent who the first message. I don't remember that either. Yeah. I just remember us being like commenting on each other's yeah. stuff and yeah. like, messaging every now and again. I think it was, uh, you had like so, some sort of model call for a couple shoot in Helsinki. Right. I think so. Uh, and you mentioned that you're moving to Finland in some time. Yeah. Maybe like half a year or something like that. Right. Okay. And then you ask if there's anyone in Helsinki who could do the shoot with you. Right. Uh, so I wasn't around at that time, but I just commented something like, oh, you're moving to Helsinki. That's so cool. Yeah. I live here. If you want to just go around the city or something when you're moving here, we can do mm. that. And yeah, I think that was like the first yeah connection with us. But right. then it took like at least six months till yeah. we actually met. Yeah, because I think that would have been probably like December yeah. 2017. 17, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Something like I keep that. Keep forgetting what year yeah. name, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's how it started. And then you actually moved to Espo. Mm-hmm. And then it took some time for you guys to settle in. Yeah. And, and then we were just messaging like, we should really like meet yeah. and get this thing going well basically what happened from my perspective so you guys know this <laughs> i i started my business and i was just like man entrepreneurship is lonely mm. as shit so <laughs> then i was like ah susanna we got along you will be my friend <laughs> and then forced her to go to lunch mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. which she thankfully was kind of in the same boat as me <laughs> trying to find people yeah so yeah yeah that was really cool I was looking forward to that, to meeting you. And, and like I, at that time, especially, I didn't have that many friends that were entrepreneurs. Right. Like most of my friends are either like artists in music mm. industry or something else, or then they have like a normal life and job. Yeah. So 
Like, uh, so that was really cool for me. Super cool. And yeah. then we went to Sandro and Yeah, Pompey. we went to lunch and we talked like three hours straight. <laughs> And a lot about like community and yeah. and we had the same thoughts about being a bit lonely in the mm. entrepreneur life yeah. and and then yeah yeah I remember that that time that we went to lunch I was like I had booked kind of like an hour and a half yeah where I was like oh I'll probably be home in like two hours <laughs> to Kieran and then mm. lo and behold three hours later yeah. <laughs> we looked at our phones and we were like oh man time yeah. goes by really mm. quickly when you have stuff to yeah. talk about. And that's how I got a new friend. Aw, buddy. Yeah. This is my, I have a hashtag that I always quote to all my friends. And I'm like, friendship is cool. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, friendship is cool. Awesome. So now that we have done the basics of mm. who you are, who we are to each other, mm. um, let's go into you and photography. Mm. So what made you decide that you wanted to be a wedding photographer? Or a photographer in general. Yeah. Well, that's actually like two different stories. Okay, sort of. Cool. Yeah. So I started uh, photography in high school right. with black and white film and developing film in darkroom. That was like my first touch in photography. Mm. I used my, my parents' uh, film camera from the 70s. That's awesome. Olympus OM1 and OM10. Nice. So that's where I like fell in love with, with uh, the art of photography. Right. So like previously I had had like different kind of creativity like stuff in my life like mm. I I have played violin since I was 7. Okay. Um and I then I didn't actually know that about yeah. you. Okay, cool. Good so <laughs> but I sort of like I never found like creativity through music in a way that I needed to have that creativity in my life like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um so so then I was also like drawing like right. my whole childhood and I, I really loved that and like painting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also like there has always been this fear of the empty paper. Right. Okay. And like the like perfectionism, yeah. like which is like the story of my life, <laughs> which is kind of like also the reason that stopped me like doing that kind of art. Okay. So like I had to start from just like zero yeah. to draw something. So that was too hard. But then photography like it was different because you can just take stuff you see yeah. in the world that's already there mm. and you can just combine it and like show the way you see it absolutely like your unique perspective and you don't have to just like create it from nothing like it's already here yeah like it's totally. been created so like that's what I really loved about it that's awesome yeah. that's kind of like I've always said when I started photography I it, well I was going through a lot of like depression and stuff at that point mm. and it was like an escape into seeing the beauty and the darkness in the mm, world so yeah. it was like I could take pictures of stuff that seemed normal and seemed mm. really basic to everybody else and then create mm. beautiful moments out mm. of them yeah yeah awesome. exactly yeah so that's that's kind of how I found photography yeah and uh, well and then when I decided that I maybe want to be a photographer like do it just like for someone else too not yeah. just for me mm-hmm was uh, after high school I had a gap year okay. so I studied music in in a bible school so it's right. like a bible slash music school in Kauniainen and that was really amazing experience like the best awesome. year uh, of my life until like at that point so 
Yeah, so there I was taking photos of all the concerts we had. Yeah. And we had a lot of them. So every time there had to be someone to take the photos. That's and, super cool. And yeah. some like promo shoots of the band. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like just fun and goofy. And, nice. Uh, and I didn't even own my like digital camera at that point. So I just borrowed cameras from <laughs> other people. And that was the year that I kind of... Uh, got the idea that maybe I could do this like more mm-hmm. like seriously or something and uh, after that year I had to apply for school mm-hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grow up yeah so I had a lot lot of options like I just wanted to keep all the doors open yeah so actually I applied to 11 different programs no way yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that so it was just like everything you can imagine like yeah. I applied to be a uh, like uh, psychology, education, <laughs> a designer, graphic designer, a carpenter, <laughs> a chef, like anything you can just imagine. <laughs> I love that. And and then a photographer. Yeah. Cool. So, and it ended up being a really crazy uh, spring. So yeah. what happened was I actually just skipped everything else and I just focused on the photography school and Super I did all cool. those assignments. Nice. And and that's when I realized that okay, I want to do this. That's awesome. That's super cool. Okay. So, now that we have the basics for you and photography, yeah, and who you are, <laughs> what you do. Um the most important question that I can ask you for people to get to know you, what's your favorite food? Hmm. Well, I had like a classic favorite food growing up that was lasagna ah, i still love pasta yeah. in every form yeah. <laughs> uh, but i also i just really love sushi like i know like we don't agree on this at all no. and i don't really like seafood that much like other That's kind so of seafood strange. but just like sushi is like the best oh, food man. for me like it's just so delicious and fresh and good for people who don't know me the sushi is like the worst food <laughs> that you could ever say to hey, me. Hey, we can make a battle of this. Just comment, are you pro yeah, or exactly. against sushi? Which one is your favorite food? <laughs> Do you but like yeah. sushi? Because yeah. I need more people on my side. I feel very outnumbered in life. Yeah, at the well, I, I don't I don't think you have that good chances here. But oh, yeah, man. but just like uh, the smoked salmon sushi. Like, oh. oh, it's just too good. Yeah, I don't... I just, fish yeah i'm finished and i don't like fish what is this yeah what's it's, going it's, on something's wrong man. yeah okay and last but not least before we go into actually this episode mm. um <laughs> if you were stranded on a deserted island what tv show would be the one that you would watch over and over again for the rest of your life and you're not allowed oh, wow. anything else except this this is really interesting question because I'm really into TV series. Yeah, you know that we have that in common. Yeah. So, well, I have like my all-time three top three favorite TV okay. shows. You can do them, but then you have to choose. Yeah, which I have one. to choose one. Okay. Well, there is uh, How I Met Your Mother. That's awesome. now like I'm just like going over and over again. That series. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it's like really good uh, up until the last few episodes. Uh, yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers but it's uh yeah 
Yeah, but the series, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the series is still really good. Absolutely. Okay, so then there's Friends, of course, awesome. like obviously, yeah. uh, and then there's uh, Gilmore Girls, <laughs> which we don't really agree on. No, we don't. <laughs> well, for everyone who watches Gilmore Girls, I'm totally Team Logan. I don't know about you guys, but I've just gotten to the point where he's introduced. Yeah, so I'm still very confused mm. at what Team Logan <laughs> means, but yeah. So it's yeah. Like just for like frame of reference. I was like struggling to find stuff to watch on Netflix and Susanna kept being like you have to watch Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls <laughs> and like sending me memes about Gilmore Girls and stuff and then I asked on Instagram and like 15 people mm-hmm. joined her army mm-hmm. to what be like Vivi you need to watch mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls and I was like okay mm-hmm. fine I'll do it <laughs> So now I'm working yeah. my way through it, but I still mm. don't know what I think. But mm. you love it. I love it, and and actually that's the series I would choose. Yeah, to okay. watch on a stranded island I forever. That, that would be yeah, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, but mm. not not the Netflix like the four extra episodes, not those. There's I don't really count. Extra episodes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Netflix did like a revival of that show a couple of years ago. Oh, it's like yeah, a new, it's the whole. Oh yeah, I was wondering yeah. what that was. A year was in life. Like, mm, but this? I don't really count that in. Okay. Yeah, it's no, just it's a the classic original, original. OG Gilmore yeah, Girls. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, cool. So now that everybody knows the fundamental things that make you who you are and really have built a friendship with you. Let's dive into the nitty gritty of this episode. Mm. So we talked a little bit about photography and what got you into photography and stuff. But as an entrepreneur, Mm. walk us through your story a little bit. Uh, How long ago did you actually start your business? Mm. I started my business actually around the time we started connecting on Instagram, okay, cool. which is October 2017. Okay, awesome. That's when I made it official. Nice. Uh, I had done like freelancing work um, from 2012. Right. So for about five years before that. Okay, cool. And um, with that, when you so when you started your business, did you focus solely on wedding photography then? Or do you want to talk yes. about like what made yeah. you want to do weddings yeah, in sure. particular? So... Um, after my gap year mm-hmm. uh, with music, I I got into the photography school. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, because that was my only <laughs> yeah only way. I didn't have any plan B at that point. It's always good when that works out. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, it was really good. So I went there. Uh, it was in Helsinki, um, and it was a three year school. Right. But I ended up uh, studying only for one year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like um, it was okay the school, but I. I kind of had a really different vision yeah. for like my photography than what we had to study there. And it was more, maybe more like commercial and mm. studio and technical stuff. And I just really wanted to explore more like the, uh, like the visual and the creative side and mm-hmm. also like the customer service side. Right, and okay. we didn't have any of that there. Yeah. So what happened is I, well, I knew I wanted to study also something else, Mm. like not just photography. So I applied for a different program in university and Mm -hmm. I got in. So I just uh, jumped after that first year in photography. And now I am finishing my studies in educational psychology, which is like totally different world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So during that time, like all the time I have been studying in, in uni, I have been doing uh, photography on the side mm-hmm. so I first started as a freelancer and I I did uh, a lot of like um, 
music photography mm-hmm. for my friends in yeah. that industry and their friends and I uh, like promo shoots and concerts and stuff like right. that the stuff that I started actually with mm-hmm. uh, and then I also did some kind of um, uh, it was like an interview photos mm-hmm. like for a magazine okay that's super cool so I had a journalist mm-hmm. colleague and with him we did like as a like as a pair sort yeah, of like he team. interviewed yeah as a team so mm-hmm. he interviewed the people and I just photographed them mm-hmm. and it was really interesting and really cool I I enjoyed it a lot so I I did that um and then it was it was one Friday afternoon in 2013 mm-hmm. um he called me yeah I was in Tampere with my sister just having the weekend started and he called me and he was like hey Susanna what you're doing this weekend mm-hmm. I was like yeah I'm in Tampere what's up and he was like yeah there's a bit situation going here like my little brother is getting married tomorrow and mm. we don't really have a photographer <laughs> yet Oops. I was like what's going on and there was like some kind of misunderstanding with the photographer yeah the yeah, yeah they had one but then something happened and they didn't have anyone Oof. so he was like yeah can you come Like we're wow. really desperate here, and I was like, "Oh man, like I have no experience in event photography, yeah. like anything like that. Uh, I didn't have any gear suitable mm. for that kind of stuff." So I was like, "Oh no, like are you are you serious? Like are you sure? Uh, are you sure yeah. you want me to come there? Like I I have no guarantee I'm gonna do anything well." Yeah. But he was just like, just please, like anything you do is better than nothing. Nothing right now, yeah. So I just jumped on the train. I came back to Helsinki. I I like borrowed some stuff from my friend, and I just went there next Saturday morning, and yeah. I did the wedding. I was super nervous, uh, but I ended up enjoying it a lot. That's awesome. And they loved the images, and there was actually like one friend couple in the wedding. Mm-hmm. as a guest and they came to me like hey Susanna like I didn't know you shoot weddings like that's so cool we're getting married next year <laughs> like do you want to shoot our wedding mm-hmm. I was like are you kidding me I was like yeah yeah I do weddings like sure and uh, <laughs> yeah definitely thought yeah, through all of my yeah. prices and, yeah. <laughs> so I was just why not and uh, awesome. that's how it started Yeah, so it was uh, like a total accident. I never would have done it if I would have just had my own thoughts. Yeah. Like it had to come through something like this. Of like course, you have yeah. to do it. You have to just jump and do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's super interesting because like what you were saying about when you were studying and they were focusing on like the technical and doing mm. more studio shoots. And it's so interesting in photography because you do have two like very different types of photography yeah, and you definitely. need kind of like a different brain to work mm-hmm. in those areas mm-hmm. like I really struggle with like portraiture or um like in studio setups mm-hmm. and like uh, corporate stuff mm-hmm. or like yeah. that kind of thing because I'm way more of a natural light photographer mm-hmm. or like using mm-hmm. my surroundings and I love being outside and mm-hmm. yeah you know getting to know people and mm-hmm. then bringing their personality out whereas with that side of things it's more of like No, I want exactly this light to come mm. in on this angle yeah, and yeah. all of that kind of thing. It's really different. It's like a different industry. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's super interesting because I I had kind of like the same thing with when I was going into photography. I was like, I definitely know that I'm not built for like the world of fashion mm. and like high end stuff because it also comes down to when you're editing images. Yeah, it's so different. Like because so you different. have to pay attention to every tiny mm. fine detail. Whereas my mm. whole thing is like. Oh, the imperfections are the beauty, yeah. you know. So 
yeah hmm. anyway side note on mm-hmm. that whole thing mm-hmm. yeah so you were talking about jumping straight into it and yeah. um I was thinking the other day about how we both have kind of like a similar story still about like not going 100% into our business straight mm. away and like building something up on the side. Yeah. What would you say are like the pros and cons of like taking your time mm. and building business? Because I think we hear so much in the entrepreneur world about like jumping straight in mm. and like you have to dive into the deep end and yeah. hustle yeah. hustle and you know all of that kind mm. of stuff. But I think there's something to be said also about like taking, taking your time and being yeah. methodical in how you build your business. Mm. Yeah, so it took me five years from my first wedding Mm -hmm. to actually like starting my own business. Right. So the first wedding I had to just jump. Mm -hmm. But like when I look at it now, it was like a small step, like really Mm -hmm. small step. But that was something I just had to do. Do, Yeah. yeah, And try. Um, But then like the whole business thing, like it took me, yeah, it took me five years to make that decision to like really invest Mm -hmm. my time and energy into this. But I think it's also like often if you're doing part time mm-hmm. something creative, like well that means you have either a day job or you're mm-hmm. studying basically. Yeah. So I think uh, well it's yeah like you said it's a good and bad thing yeah. to take that time to think mm-hmm. about it before you start your business. Um, so I think the good thing is that when when it takes time, you you can really go through. Like, are you really invested mm-hmm. in this enough Absolutely. to do it? Because I think it's a big decision when you start your business. Like, then you really have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I think uh, the good thing is um, that you can think, you can take your time to think what you want mm-hmm. to focus on, why you want to do it. Because there are going to be those days that you're not inspired, you're yeah. not motivated. So you mm-hmm. need to have a really... Uh, like solid ground like yeah. why you want to do it why you want to wake up in the morning and mm. and do that thing yeah and I think for me it was really important to take that time yeah to build that ground absolutely yeah yeah I think I have the same kind of thing where uh, I worked in television for 10 years before starting my business and the whole time I had a dream of doing photography mm. and I never I never thought that it was like something that I could realistically do mm. it took me moving from the UK to Finland because mm. I had researched like where is best for me to start my business what are the benefits that I can get mm. and it was a lot easier here and there's a bigger really yeah absolutely like the government is amazing um in Finland a <laughs> okay little hint there well you have a different perspective so yeah, yeah it's good to hear that I guess when you live abroad you see like and in in Finland I find or in Scandinavia in general um, people have a value for quality that is a little mm. bit harder to find when you're in countries that are more populated mm. and therefore have a higher competition rate because everybody is trying to get yeah, into that's photography. A good mm. Whereas in Finland, yeah, there's a lot of photographers, but when you put the ratio of how many people actually live here, mm. it's not that like yeah. that much. But um, going into the whole like building it on the side, it meant that I had. A solid two years of planning time of mm-hmm. having a stable income coming in mm-hmm. where I could put money aside because obviously when you jump into a new business mm. you're not straight away going to be rolling in money no. like <laughs> no <laughs> making it uh, on day one but it also meant that I could 
market myself for those two years so mm. that once I did jump, I did have a client base mm. already. Yeah. So I was able to just build, build, build. Mm. And then when I jumped, it wasn't so much of like, okay, yeah. shit, what do I do mm. now? It was like, no, we've thought this through. We mm. have a plan. We can work accordingly. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's really important to have a plan. Absolutely. Just like any plan. Yeah. Uh, and like build the steps toward yeah, that totally. plan. Because like entrepreneurship is like an endless sea of options like you can do anything and that can really scare you also like you need to have the focus like otherwise you're just gonna do everything like here and there and then you're Mm -hmm. not gonna focus on anything really yeah so i think that's really important like for for every people like it might take different amount of time Mm -hmm. but take the time you need absolutely to get that focus and to get the plan yeah it's like what we talk we talk about quite regularly about how there's no right or wrong way Mm. to do things in entrepreneurship like yeah okay there is when it comes to setting up your business x y and z Mm. but when it comes to what you do with your business it's yours Mm. you can do whatever the heck you want with Mm. it and do it in the way that works best for you and for your ideal client but like there's there's no guidebook mm. on if you do these things you will succeed 100 mm. percent because mm. it's not the same for yeah. everybody and i think that's also the reason why you need to have the goals Absolutely. for yourself or like why do you want to be an yeah, entrepreneur for sure. so that's how you can decide what's good for you mm. like what's going to take you closer to those goals absolutely so in the beginning of your journey as an entrepreneur so at this point you're studying part-time you yeah. set up your business what were the thoughts that were going through your head <laughs> like were you scared were you excited what was like what feeling did you have when i first started yeah the when business. you first started yeah. well uh, i was kind of relieved that i had made like some decision because right. for many years i had uh, like two different worlds in my life i had the like educational psychology uh, when i'm graduate i'm gonna be a teacher right and then i had photography mm. so like for me at least like i'm that kind of person that i can do many things mm. like 100 percent and I want to do something. I don't something. think anybody yeah. can. There's a reason it's called 100%. Yeah, well, exactly. Like. Yeah. But many people try. Yeah, like, And sure. I didn't want to try that. Yeah. Because I knew, like, no, no way. It's not going to work. Like, I have to choose something to do first. Mm, and then yeah. after a while, I can maybe change it. Mm-hmm. And for many years, I didn't know which one, which route I wanted to go. Like, right. if I want to be a first teacher and then maybe at some point go to photography. Right. Uh, so, but that was... Um, 2017 was the first uh, summer that I didn't have any other summer job right like up until that point I was working at like a store or or something mm-hmm. uh, but that summer was the first one that I only had weddings the whole summer and that was nice. my summer job and after that summer I was like like really like is this okay is this allowed like I don't need to have anything like normal job right yeah and and I'm doing just fine Mm. and that's when I realized that yeah I can just do this if I want to like no one is telling me no so (laughs) I realized that I don't have to go the normal way of graduating Mm. and going to your job and then just doing your job for 30 years and and that. then realizing that oh shit I should have done something else yeah totally yeah so that's when I decided that okay I'm gonna choose the entrepreneurship first absolutely and then if that doesn't work out or something then I can do something else later but that's what I'm gonna choose 
first. So I started my business and I went like 100% yeah. with that. That's super cool. So you were like really excited. And I was excited. And yeah. I was also, well, I was, um, I wouldn't say I was scared, but I was uncertain on yeah. what to do first yeah. like where to go like there's so many ways you can totally. do it like so where do I start mm. but I think the biggest thing ever for me was to like outsource mm. stuff right from the beginning right so I had an oh, accountant yeah, yeah. Okay. like for example like in Finland if you have a small business like you don't necessarily need an accountant you can just do the bookkeeping yourself like some people do it but usually I don't know how people yeah, do that <laughs> usually what happens it's like in one or two years you realize like oh no this is a mess absolutely and then you get help when you're yeah. like already in trouble Uh, so I was like, I want to like outsource mm. right in the beginning. Yeah. So my accountant actually helped me a lot with the official stuff. That's awesome. Like I had no idea about anything related to taxes or VAT. Oh, I didn't even know how that stuff works. You're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> so I just spent a lot of time in Google and YouTube yep. and and uh, in phone with my accountant. Nice. <laughs> and and she helped me a lot. That's super yeah. good. We have like. I had kind of the same thing because I, I've never lived in Finland in my life, mm. right? So I don't know how tax on a personal level works yeah. here. So all of a sudden I'm moving here. I'm having to figure out that as well as my business mm. and what I'm doing with tax. Like, what is it? This what? Like, <laughs> what is this world? I lived in England. My employer handled it all mm. for me, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm in charge. So that was a decision I made as well. I was like. I'm getting my accountant and then it's yep. on their shoulders yeah. and they'll tell me. Mm, <laughs> I was mm. like, I've been learning to trust a yeah. lot and be like, they know what they're doing. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, that's a really good thing to outsource straight away. Yeah. Certain yeah. things that you that's can. That's like the first thing it, when you start receiving money. Absolutely. But then also I I hired a mentor right okay. quite in the beginning, like a couple months in with my new business. So I think that was the best thing like anyone can invest their money in the beginning or cool. even if you have been going on for a while because so that yeah. when you say sorry i'm jumping in here yeah. so when you say mentor what yeah. does that mean so like is he yeah uh, is it you know because f- for photography there's photography mentors or mm. you know is it business is it what is it uh yeah well she's a business mentor for photographers okay cool. her name is louise Beatty. Shameless and plug yeah, there. yeah, yep. she's amazing. And um, well, the thing is that she used to be a photographer herself, right, okay. but then she fell more in love with the business side of <laughs> things. So she started uh, becoming like a business coach okay, for cool. other so photographers. That's what... Yeah, that's her awesome. story. So, um, so I have like a monthly subscription with her, okay. and we do like Zoom calls, right? Okay, and. Uh, And we write each other and she has like this step-by-step program. Yeah. To, so she helps yeah. you with your like business plans and yeah, taking exactly, you forward. And, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, like the technical side of actual taking photos. No, of Or the artist the, like, side of that. Yeah. yeah, it's just like for business stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's I think that important. was that was the biggest thing why I didn't feel afraid in the beginning. Because yeah. I had someone who tell me... To lean on. Yeah, mm. and who just told me like, okay, this is what you say you want. Mm. So this is... Like, you have to do it then. Yeah. And just like kicking my ass like, just do it, <laughs> just do it. And I'm like, ah, but I don't know. And she's like, just do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's super good. So what would you say in your like whole journey of entre- entrepreneurship... Um, 
I hate that word, by the way, journey, but there's no better word yeah. for it right now. Um, journey of entrepreneurship. What would you say are the like biggest things that you've struggled with? Hmm. I would say, well, first is my perfectionism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's really, it's really annoying. <laughs> Basically for me, it means that I'm having hard time to start something until I feel like it's good enough or right. it's like really good yeah and then I can start yeah. uh, but I remember pro- you should tell yeah. your um, website story here remember when you were redesigning your website yeah and then like you saw me do mine oh yeah <laughs> yeah you should say it <laughs> yeah yeah well I was doing my website again like or redesigning it like this uh, yeah one month ago or something yeah. and I had been planning to do it like one and a half years <laughs> or something <laughs> I had all these drawings and sketches of the site and uh, it was just like huge project for me and then when we were working together just like doing our own stuff at this co-working space and then Vivi was just like yeah I'm just I just did my website again today. Like I just wrote it and it's done now. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And then basically started the process of like, yeah, it doesn't need to be a hundred percent straight away. Like you can build on it once it's out there. Yeah. So that made me think like, okay, I can just do something Mm. and then make it better later. Yeah. So that's kind of the story of my life. Um, (laughs) But the truth is like you, you have to start before Mm. you're ready. Absolutely. And, uh, because when you're ready, it's it's already too late. Mm, for sure. So so that's my my struggle. Like mm. and it still is. But I kind of call myself a recovering perfectionist. Yeah, fair enough. Like I'm working on it, mm. and I'm just doing basically doing stuff that scares me, mm. and then realizing that I can I can survive and it's that's okay. Awesome. And I'm learning learning every time a little bit yeah but that's the biggest thing to do stuff you know you're not ready for and do it anyway to feel the fear and do it anyway Um, i like that yeah i'm gonna steal that i like it it. (laughs) that's super good yeah so that's the biggest thing and then well i something that's kind of related is also like the just being alone in your business Mm. uh, because i think that's something that entrepreneurs often forget mm. that like you're not supposed to be successful alone like no oh, one yeah. if you look at the world and all the biggest artists or all the biggest entrepreneurs like no one has gotten where they are Absolutely. alone on their own like mm. it's not supposed to be that way totally so the thing is like you you don't have to do everything yourself. alone yeah, yeah yourself and you shouldn't like it's usually a waste of time a mm. waste of energy like you you have to find people who have like similar values and similar mm. stuff that you do and then work together with them. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that was that's something I've been struggling with, like working from home mm. in my home office alone all day, yeah. all week. Like um, I did that for like a uh, couple of years. Yeah. So just it was just me in my head and Mm. uh, like I just have like this my own point of view to things Mm. but then I noticed that every time I talk to someone else like they give me a different perspective absolutely and then it gives me something to work with Mm. like the whatever I'm working with so I think that's what I was struggling with and now I'm kind of learning 
to talk about my ideas with mm. other people and and we have now the co-working space yeah. going on with you and so that's given me like a lot of mm-hmm. new energy yeah. to do like my plans and fulfill yeah. the dreams so for those people who don't know us and what we do with our co-working <laughs> space stuff if you listen to episode one i do talk about it but Susanna is the person who I mentioned there and um, basically we both decided that we were just kind of sick of being lonely of working at home and being discouraged and like I I don't know about you but with my business I'm a verbal processor so it helps Mm. me a lot to have someone to bounce ideas around with because you're like oh I'm not crazy yeah (laughs) okay this can actually happen I can make it a plan Um, so basically we decided okay let's meet up like at least once a week like to do work together so that you kind of kick loneliness in the ass Mm. and uh, out the door (laughs) and basically get motivation and inspiration from each other and so we found like a little group of photographers and little by little more and more people have come to join us and we meet in Helsinki Think Company another plug if you're ever in Helsinki in need of space let Mm. us know and uh, come say Mm -hmm. hello (laughs) yeah we talk a lot about education and mm. how education never stops when you're an entrepreneur and you're always learning and morphing your business. And um, so if you had to take a wild shot in the dark, how much would you say that you've invested in education in your entrepreneurial life? Like in euros? Mm, yeah, in money, <laughs> in money amounts. Um, well, I think, well, right now, I pay every year, like I invest around maybe like 2,000 euros every Crazy. year yeah. in, in uh, education. But I think like in total, maybe something between six to 8,000 yeah. euros maybe. Um, so I, I'm a like online course junkie. I, <laughs> I really love to study like something very specific yeah. on an online course mm-hmm. and uh, and at my own pace yeah. so I have a lot of those in store yeah. <laughs> in every different like category area, yeah, yeah uh, but yeah something like that I don't really do that much live workshops I have yeah. done some okay I would like to do more mm-hmm. but uh, so it's mostly like online or That's of course the, like the mentoring stuff yeah That's super good and I think we like we've talked a lot with other photographers as well about it how like when you start a business it's super important to always see it as an opportunity to learn Mm, something new and more and what would you say are the your like top resources that have Mm. helped you in the beginning of your like entrepreneurial life to go forward well uh, I would say like business books is a huge Mm. huge inspiration for me Mm. like if you don't want to invest in courses or you don't know where to start just go to your library Mm. or buy a book online and like what books would you recommend for someone in the beginning (laughs) of their business journey yeah there's there's a lot of those um well uh, first if there's like money transferring Mm -hmm. in your business you should go and read profit first Mm -hmm. by mike mihalovich and your financial life in your business will never be the same I still need to do that. Yeah. I keep saying that I will. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to convert you. <laughs> you will, you will. Yeah, so that's just like, uh, basically it's an easy system to, awesome. to manage your money um, and to take the stress out of it. Mm. Um, but then 
well, I would say I love other books by Mike Mihalovich also. Mm-hmm. The Pumpkin Plan is amazing book. Awesome. And that is like about focusing all your energy on one thing you're really mm. good at yeah. and then learning to be even better at it. Awesome. And then uh, people are going to know you about that one Absolutely. thing sort of. Yeah. That's super good. So that's uh that's another one and then a third one is Building a Story Brand mm. by Donald Miller. Okay, I've never heard of that. Yeah, one. that's cool. really that's really really practical book mm. and it's really good. It's it's like the kind of building your brand's story mm. okay. but the point is that you're not the hero in the story awesome. your client is the hero Absolutely. and you're just the guide who mm. helps him or her get what they want that's super cool yeah so i think that's been really essential for mm. me like you have to you have to solve someone's real problem Absolutely. you have to your business is like medicine for someone mm. so you're actually helping them like you're mm. not trying to sell something you're helping someone who has a real issue real problem mm. so that was a really big mindset shift for me for example wow that's really good. yeah so also for those of you listening we're actually going to start doing regular podcasts with susanna so mm. you'll be hearing her lovely voice yeah. very <laughs> often um talking exactly about like specific books mm-hmm. and going through them and yeah. kind of reviewing them and talking about what they've opened our eyes to so yeah i love business books it's like really cheap education absolutely easy investment yeah kind of thing yeah for sure um yeah super cool so that would that's one of the resources that you would say for people yes yes do you that's... have any more that you would um well yeah i think like this is kind of silly but actually like facebook groups mm, is huge yeah. one for me like that's the main thing i use facebook for nowadays Interesting. for like business groups yeah so um, yeah susanna is one of those people who has a group for everything yeah so i'll like talk to her <laughs> one day about like oh i'm having this problem i don't know what to do she's like oh there's a group for that yeah and like <laughs> adds me to them yep. so she's the reason i have like 30 groups in my oh Facebook. yeah well i have like 130 or something okay <laughs> that's a lot but no yeah. that's really good yeah but that's like a form of community Absolutely. where you can do it like around the world and mm. and like a lot of my resources are like in english for example yeah. so you can get like connected with those mm. people Absolutely. through that kind of groups so it can be yeah it can be related to anything like SEO, Oof. in-person sales, yeah. accounting, mm, <laughs> like anything. All of the things. Yeah. That's super cool. Along with this, in our photographer friend group, I often refer to you as the queen of Excel. <laughs> um, what would you say has been like the most important lesson that you've learned about staying organized, time management, that kind of stuff? Because mm. you're super good at that. Yeah, that, that's really interesting that you say it. I feel like I'm, I'm cheating when you say that. Because <laughs> actually, like, I feel like I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Like, right. it's not built inside of naturally, my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. naturally. Because I'm my personality is kind of this very, like, creative, crazy person who is <laughs> always having new ideas every yeah. minute. And, like, if I would just go with the flow, mm. I would change my shift, like, every day. Right, and okay. go for a different kind of stuff every day. And that would just end up in a huge mess and not fin- me not finishing anything I start. Right. Uh, so that's why I need those quite like I need structure yeah. and routine because mm. uh, yeah, that's what keeps me mm. going. So what I kind of think of it as a way like it's 
uh, it's not my strength to have like very uh, clearly set routines mm. so that's why I need to sort of outsource it to yeah. systematize it so okay. that it happens on its own kind yeah. of so yeah I have a lot of Excel <laughs> stuff going on like for example uh, like I use Pomodoro technique when I'm working right uh, which means like I work 25 minutes I set a timer I work 25 minutes then I have a five minute break mm -hmm. where I stand up maybe do some stretching or yeah. or stuff like that uh, and then I go back to work again mm -hmm. and every day I write down how many hours I have worked mm -hmm. that day or if I have had a day off mm -hmm. and so I I need to I need to see like how much I actually work because yeah. in my head it feels sometimes it feels like I'm working all the time mm. but then I, when I look at my resource like results I'm like yeah. well what ha what have I done with my time right so I need a kind of structure where I see yeah. like visually what I have actually done that's super interesting because I find that we're quite different in that regard yeah. whereas for me I'm a very structured person mm. like naturally it yeah. comes super easy to mm. me so I always see like you keeping track of everything yeah. and I'm like huh I wonder if I should do that yeah. and then I like think about it I'm like yeah but I do that in my brain all the yeah, time yeah. Like, but so. I think this also is one of those things that comes back to your goals like Absolutely. what's your goal yeah. like my biggest goal uh, as an entrepreneur is that I like my business helps me to get that kind of life mm. I want and that means for me it means I can spend more time with my family absolutely when my mom comes to town I yeah. can just take three hours in the mm. middle of the day and go have coffee with her absolutely. like it's not a problem and uh, I can I get to see my niece like mm. every week yeah. about which is amazing no. and um yeah so that's that's like my goal I yeah. want to spend time with my family so that's why I need to I need to make sure I get my yeah. work done at some point yeah. of the day. Absolutely. Like it's not mm, from nine to five. Yeah. And and if I don't keep track of it, mm. then I will just the time will just go somewhere. Totally. Or sometimes I will work until the midnight or two a.m. because I'm a night person. Mm. So at at one point I used to always start working at like eight p.m. and work <laughs> until like two a.m. because that's like my most creative time yeah. of the day. But then that doesn't really suit my goal because mm. then I'm really tired the next day. Exactly. And when my husband comes home and I'm, I have to work. Yeah, of course. So that's, yeah. So I think it all comes down to your goals. Absolutely. I think that's super important. Like, I find that if you don't set goals for your business, you're just kind of monotonously doing the, the tasks that you mm. have day to day. Yeah. And you don't really have vision. Yeah. You don't, you, you're kind of like just drifting yeah if that makes sense yeah. but when you have a goal it means that every single decision that you make for mm. your business that it's it for that serve. goal yeah. it has to serve that goal so i would mm. say the same like for me one of my huge goals um became um making sure that i was able to have more free time to be with mm. kieran and be with cats and be mm. with <laughs> our family our yeah. little family and like invest time into my relationships with people mm. Because I found that, like, that's something that you don't always get in a nine-to-five is you're so, like, bogged down by work that mm. then you're so tired afterwards. And you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah. building workflows that support yeah. that. Yeah, like, definitely. End goal is yeah. super important. Yeah, and that's uh, 
like for you it's just your brain you need but i need excel for that yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but like also like financial goals mm, like yeah, that totally. i think it's it's really important that you plan how much revenue you mm. need to to get where you want to be yeah. and that's something i'm still learning yeah <laughs> so so like i plan a lot with like i have a yearly plan and then i break it down to quarterly plans right And then I uh, like I have a revenue goal for mm. every quarter. That's super good. And then it's so much easier for me to plan like what kind of promotion should I do? Like should I totally. focus on like getting the weddings now mm. or next month? Like I know when I look at that Excel. Yeah. <laughs> I just I track it down there. Yeah. 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 Awesome. That's super super good. Well, you guys will be hearing a lot more from Susanna <laughs> um, over the next few months but mm. thank you so much for doing this with me yeah, I'm thank super, you thanks for being my guinea pig yeah it was so much fun <laughs> it was super fun so where can people find you to yeah. link up with you well you can find me on instagram Woo-hoo. susanna lonrot you can see her name spelled yeah. on this episode yep. to help you out there yep. yeah so so basically there or my website susanna lonrot.com yeah awesome come say hi Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Honesty Time. I'm so grateful that you showed up and hopefully you got something out of this episode. I really don't take it lightly that you're here and I'm really, really glad that you came. Hit us up on Instagram at Honesty Time Show for all your comments or your questions. We're all about building community and we would really love to connect with you. Here's hoping you have a really kick-ass week and we'll see you again next time. Bye!